these small businesses are the go-to practice for money laundering. The Transparency Act, this is something that was released by Congress um, in the Treasury Financial Crimes Enforcement Unit. So the whole purpose of it is really to try to cut back as much on money laundering as possible. A big company, probably one of the biggest companies in dental, recently got hacked and this is going to impact not only dental offices. Keeping your health information private online can be a concern for some. I got a letter from Delta Dental. They wrote a big old long letter and it was like, hey, we uh, we were hacked. Um, here's the actual letter right here from Delta Dental. Hopefully it doesn't have any of my personal information on it, but who cares, it already got hacked. This definitely impacts every single dental office and every single, every single patient. Number one is the Vision Pro that Apple's gonna be dropping soon, which I'm super excited about. Classic Apple fashions coming in at a huge price tag. Of Welcome back to another episode of Dental Riff Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gary Bird. I'm the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients so you can grow the way that you want. My name is Tanner Alfgate, CEO and founder of Unified Dental. We are a password management tool built specifically dental to make your guys' world easier and more efficient. All right, so today we got some three really cool topics. Number one is the Vision Pro that Apple's going to be dropping soon, which I'm super excited about. And we're going to uh, be sharing some information on that. And then the Transparency Act that will definitely affect everybody. And then some a big company, probably one of the biggest companies in dental, recently got hacked. And this is going to impact not only dental offices, but also all of your patients. So Tanner, let's uh, kick off with that Vision Pro. What what What's the new news on that? Honestly, I haven't really been keeping up with it. Well, I saw it yesterday. So I watched the uh, college uh, championship yesterday for football. And they had a Vision Pro ad, which was surprising to me because I'd never seen one before. And it was a great ad, actually, for anyone that's interested in that. should look it up. But um, very classic Apple. But they announced, the reason why they did that is because they announced that they're actually releasing it in February 2nd, 2024. So going back for those that don't remember, Vision Pro is essentially AR, VR kind of combined together into one headset. Classic Apple fashions coming in at a huge price tag of 3500 But it's also supposed to set in kind of disrupt a lot of things. There's a ton of mixed reviews. You and I chatted about it when it was announced last year. Um, now that we're getting close to its actual release, I want to fill in. I mean, I want to check your temperature, Gary, right? What are your thoughts on this, knowing that we're only a few weeks away from its actual release? It's one of those things that I would never just buy it right away because who knows if, if it's going to be amazing or not amazing for and it's very expensive. But if it works the way that they're talking about, I think this is going to be the greatest like traveling product for entrepreneurs that you could possibly get. That's what I'm hoping for. Now it might not end up being that. <laughs> That's the scary part. So I'm I'm envisioning something that I could take with me. I can set up my office, set up anywhere that I travel to, and basically zoom in everywhere and do everything that I normally do in my office, but do that anywhere else. So you think it's just for travel though? You wouldn't use this for your day to day life? I don't know. Maybe maybe if I liked it better. I don't think so right now. I kind of like my setup now. It would have to be amazing to beat my setup now. One of the things that I, I could use see myself using it for, not that I plan on getting it right away either. I mean, 3500 is a pretty steep price tag. I already have my graveyard of Apple products that I was excited about that don't use as much as I should. But, yes. um, but the, the use case that I, I, I love movies, right? And to me, the idea of an immersive movie at a high quality, because I've heard mixed reviews of like immersive movies with 
um, Meta's products. Yeah. But to have a high quality immersive movie where like I could be doing something else, right? Like I could be doing the dishes and watching a movie actively at the same time. Uh, to me, I'm like, that seems I like a great use I didn't even think about that. Case. Yeah, it might be an amazing way to watch YouTube. So I do listen and watch totally. a lot of, uh, I do listen and watch a lot of YouTube. So that's probably my biggest, and I do it passively, right? So when I'm running, I'm listening to YouTube. When I'm in the shower, I'm listening to YouTube. Like whatever I'm doing, if I'm working out, I'm listening to YouTube. So that might be, that's very interesting. Sorry to interrupt, but I got something really, really important to share with you that's gonna bring massive impact to your practice. So every year, things change in your market. Every single year, people move, incomes change, populations change, and it's really important that you stay up to date with that. And one of the things that we wanna offer it to all of our listeners completely for free is mapping out your new patients. So we're not going to only show you where your new patients are coming from on a map, just like this above, but we're also going to show you the income areas that they're coming from, the different pockets of income, as well as the populations to make sure that you have supporting areas to where you can attract more new patients. And lastly, we're going to map out all of your competition for you for free. This is 100% for free, no obligation. And we're really excited to share this with all of our listeners. So all you have to do is go to maps.smcnational.com. And it's first come, first serve. We're not going to offer this forever. So if you want to get this, get in now, get all your new patients mapped out for the new year. We're looking forward to talking to you soon. Thanks. Um, I didn't even think about that. Now, as far as movies go, the only thing I would say about that, a lot of times when I actually watch movies, I'm usually watching them with somebody, usually with my kids, my wife, something like that. So that that would be interesting how to how to navigate that. So you you think yeah, that's you that's income. what was that? I wonder if you'll be able to link them in the future. Because you're yeah, right, that... watching them together is a big thing. We've gotten to the point where my wife, like at the end of the day, we're tired. I want to. She is tired. She'll take a break. I'll clean up. Not that this happens every day, so don't think I'm like some yeah. glorious person, right? But will <laughs> we now do like Bluetooth connections to our TV? So I can sit in there redoing the dishes and, and just kind of glancing at it occasionally. And that way I don't miss anything, right? I'm making noises with the dishes, et cetera. And I've loved that. So to be able to do that now, but I miss events that because I'm looking around doing things to be able to have that on my head and now to not miss anything because I'm it's following me wherever I turn my head. That's something that I'd be excited about. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. So you're not going to just for the record, you're not buying it right out of the box. You're going to wait and see the reviews on it and stuff. Right. Me too. All right. Um, all right. Let's talk about the Transparency Act. So what? It, so what is it? I don't fully understand what it is. Yeah, this is something that I would not claim to be an expert on. Uh, this is actually something I really honestly just learned about recently. But the Transparency Act, this is something that was released by the by Congress um, and the Treasury Financial Crimes Enforcement Unit, right? Didn't even know that existed, but I guess it <laughs> I does. Know, so the whole purpose of it is really to try to cut back as much on money laundering as possible. And what was interesting to me was that these small businesses, I guess, are the go-to practice for money laundering, right? So I think about money laundering, I think about uh, Breaking Bad and how he like cleaned his money through his uh, uh, car wash, right? And so this is, so the dental offices fall under this requirement to now report their ownership to Congress. And so, what was interesting is that you only qualify, though, if you have less than 20 employees or you generate less than $5 million, right? So these bigger groups, which could be laundering more money, are exempt from this having to report, which I thought was fascinating. So the smaller businesses end up with an extra uh, 
step that they have to follow now, an additional step that they have to report on where these bigger groups, they get a set back and they don't have to do it. What are your, what's your initial impression of that? Yeah, I understand it. I mean, I know it's, it's the smaller companies that a lot of times when I think of money laundering, I think of casinos and, um, and those are big, big, usually operations, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's usually the smaller, smaller companies cause they fly under the radar. Um, so that makes sense. Uh, but they, man, they've changed these laws for around money laundering so many times. Like, I think w- how much cash are you allowed to travel with right now? It's not that much. Yeah. It's a low number. It's like $5,000, 10,000, like anything below that number, you're not allowed to travel with, like, they're just going to keep ratcheting down until, until you're, you're not allowed to do anything. So it's, it's interesting. And as we all know, this is going to raise the cost of everything. So the, there's the 1% bad guys that are not doing good and they're money laundering, but then there's the 99% who are just trying to run a business. And now this is going to be overhead and expense and accounting and hiring people that they're going to have to go through, which increases our cost, which I know, I know we're not talking about this today, but it makes me think of like the minimum wage here in California. Everybody's complaining about the cost of everything. Minimum wage is about to go up again and the cost of everything's going to shoot up like crazy in California, even more. So I, I think of that when I think of something like this is that, you know, just more expense, more cost to the end user. And again, ultimately that hurts the people with the least amount of money because they can't afford to, you know, people on fixed incomes and things like that. Yeah. This was one that I, when I ran across the story, it was fascinating to me. Not that I, I'll be interested to see how hard it is to actually report it, right? If it's this crazy process, but it's just one of those things where it's like, it might be a small checklist, but it's still part of the checklist items that carries a penalty if you don't do it. And it's just going to be annoying. So hopefully the CPAs or whoever take care of this, so you guys don't have to, do you, but do you, it yeah, does do you carry think a this, big fee. It's going to hit, it, yeah. So. It's going to hit a, it's going to hit all the dental offices, right? All the single practice owners. January 1st, 2025 is the deadline. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a big, a big cost. All right. Um, you ready to jump to this next one, this big hack that just happened? Yeah, tell me about Double Dental. All right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna play you a quick video because I found it on the news. So I'll actually start with this before I even hit play. So I got a letter from Delta Dental, and we have Delta Dental through our insurance, and they wrote a big old long letter, and it was like, hey, we uh, we were hacked, and they basically hacked all of your information. Um, here's the actual letter right here from Delta Dental. Hopefully it doesn't have any of my personal information on it, but who cares? It already got hacked. So, uh, <laughs> uh, doing more to give it away. Uh, so, so yeah, so this, this news story kind of breaks it down. Um, and this definitely impacts every single dental office and every single, every single patient. So let me, let me pull, uh, pull this up here and I'm going to run it one and a half speed. Keeping your health information private online can be a concern for some. In tonight's Verify, Ken Spive's Jeremy Baker explains how a data breach could have exposed some of your personal dental information. There's so much information flowing around on the internet when it comes to health insurance. That leads us to tonight's claim, which comes from Ken's Five viewer, Leah Engelhart, who asked us, did Delta Dental have a data breach in the Move It file transfer software? Our source for this verify is Delta Dental. We reached out to Delta Dental, who directed us to Delta Dental of California and Affiliates, which includes the state of Texas. They told us, Delta Dental of California and Affiliates was one of thousands of organizations impacted by a global data security incident resulting from a previously unknown vulnerability in the widely used Move It file transfer software made by Progress Software. 
We are deeply committed to protecting the information entrusted to us and take issues like this very seriously. They went on to talk about who may have been affected and told us, we recently concluded our extensive investigation and are in the process of notifying impacted individuals. To support the approximately 7 million impacted individuals, we are offering 24 months of complimentary identity monitoring among other services and resources. So yes, it is true. Delta Dental of California and affiliates did have a data breach in the Move It file transfer software. For additional information about the breach, you can check out their notice of Move It Data Security Incident, which is on their homepage. Oh, really nice of them to uh, protect uh, my credit with that um, little offer of uh, whatever it is, monitoring or whatever you call it. But yeah, this this like this is becoming just like a kind hint of, of sarcasm. Yeah, um, this is just becoming like standard, right? Like it's just happening over and over and over again to the point where it's like. I almost laugh when people are like, oh, I don't want to give my information. I'm like, dude, you could probably find it on online. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much out there at this point. And everybody and their mom has been hacked. So is there anything really safe? And, and what, do you, what do you even do? So like, what do the patients do to protect themselves? I don't think you can do much besides monitor your credit. And what do the dental offices or businesses do that are kind of stuck in the middle of this kind of stuff? I mean, it's true. I think it's a dental office you have no obligation to report the fact that like your insurance company was hacked, right? The insurance company is one that reached out to the patients to inform them. And I mean, I don't, I don't know how this would go. And you tell me if there's any like red tape here from like a legal perspective, but I'd almost just send out an email to all my Delta Dental of California patients and be like, Hey, your insurer, if you didn't know your insurer was hacked and we offer an in-house dental plan, if you didn't want <laughs> yeah. to use them. Yes. Yes. I love that. I, I don't know. I don't know how that all works, but I would a hundred percent do that. If I ran a dental office, that's exactly what I would do. Um, Hey, sorry, this happens, but we, we, we keep all our stuff in that. We keep your information on a hard, hard copy piece of paper here in the office filed away. And we keep our doors locked. So um, even though we just reported on the guy that came and stole all the physical hard copies. <laughs> that's I know. I know. That's it instantly popped into my brain too. Yeah, if you haven't that watched that, funny. we there was recently in uh, Southern California a guy that broke in to a dental office and stole he broke in and just stole all the files. And he and the office had all the old, physical folders of patients, yeah. right? Not like the digital files. No. It was just yeah. kind of a f ironic thing. Because we've re we report on a lot of these, uh, as you said, that's happening all over the place. Or people are getting in and getting the digital versions of their stuff stolen, but this is where they went and stole the physical one. So nothing safe really is what we just have to say, Gary. Yeah, and it's so interesting what people end up doing with this stuff is either scamming or selling it to businesses. <laughs> people take this stuff and they're like, "Hey, you want information? You, we have information." So it's it's uh, we're in the information age, so all this stuff is valuable. It's worth them hacking and doing whatever they need to do to um, gain this information because they can sell it for lots and lots and lots of money. So very interesting, man. All right. Well, I appreciate you. You have a good one. All right. Let's talk to you soon.